Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the quickening is here. This has been the most important podcast I've ever done. It's Thursday, March 9th, 2023. Grab yourselves in. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. The quickening is here. The entire deep state's criminal coup over America and much of the world is being completely decloaked on every front. You can stick a fork in the New World Order and they're done. They cannot win. They will fall unless they start a nuclear war or a cyber attack total power outage. They will lose, not in the next week, not in the next month, probably not in the next year. But there is a total awakening happening. The fortunes of liberty have completely turned against the enemy. The Great Awakening, countering their Great Reset, has successfully entered orbit. Characterizing it as an analogy as a Saturn rocket. It successfully launched. We are now in orbit. Now, the question is, what comes after that? The enemy has already been defeated, but I'll use the Terminator analogy from the 1980s. All Skynet can do is try to send somebody back from the future to the past, and the equivalent of that is starting a nuclear war or a total cyber attack, a complete reset, not their slow cut off the power, cause collapse of society, cut off the resources and then poses the saviors over that collapse, their program to do that is now in the zeitgeist. People know it. They're exponentially getting dialed in. I have almost reached the point of obsolescence, which has been my goal. <laughs> now, it's still going to be one hell of a fight, but pretty soon the whole public's, more than half the public, is going to be Alex Jones. The conversion to reality is here. And you got all the losers that bet on Satan and bet on the New World Order. They're never going to give up because it's a spiritual thing, but they're done. Unless they cut the power off and blame it on Russia or go ahead and start a nuclear war. Which, unfortunately, unless there's some sanity in government and corporations left, is going to happen. And I guess it's really up to all of us, the good people and the bad people to decide, do we really all want to die? I really don't want to die. I have no desire to kill globalists or go burn down police stations like Antifa does. And that's all pointless to begin with. This is a command and control system from the top that's out to get us on record. Why would anyone go along with this when it's suicidal? You know, a great political cartoon of the day, and I'll come back with all the news, says it all. So maybe you guys can punch this up from Twitter from whence it came. But look at this. For radio listeners, I'll narrate this image. After the nukes, the last two surviving Americans have a discussion across from New York and New Jersey. You can see the smoking ruins of New York and the Statue of Liberty. There's skulls and bones everywhere and a tattered American flag. And one of the survivors with burned off clothing says to the other survivor, see, I told you Trump would kill us all. And the other one says, Biden was the president, you moron. That's where we are. 
That's where we're going. And notice, that's one of the top cartoonists out there. It's everywhere. Everybody sees it that's got a brain. The New World Order may have a bunch of idiots or fools thinking they can win. You, you can't win a game like this. Don't play the game. Remember the 1980s movie, War Games? It's such a strange game. The only way to win is not to play. Here's another one. Another political cartoon shows Chucky e. Schumer with a sign with a nuke going off saying, oh, Jan 6, worse than 9-11, the Civil War, Pearl Harbor. He says, shut up this Fox liar, Tucker. And Tucker just has the unseen video of the Q shaman with the police and them taking selfies together. It, that's the reality. That's the reality. You people are crazy. Talk about the globalist. You are insane. Stop it. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Answer to 1984 is 1776. Live from Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got an incredibly important transmission lined up for you on this Thursday, March 9th, 2023 broadcast. Wow. The entire New World Order is being uncloaked. Their entire criminal operation is being exposed. So much is breaking. I I can't even keep track of of half of it. But but let me go over what's coming out. And we've got a bunch of video from the testimony. And and it's it's starting to get a lot of media attention. Redfield, two days ago, testified to Congress. The former head of the CDC, during the whole COVID operation, and I noticed he was smart two years ago when gain of function came up. He said, no, I think this gain of function, he said, I think it came out of the Wuhan lab or somewhere like that. Because he wasn't going to lie to Congress. Now we know why. He's turned state's evidence in front of Congress. He says he was kept out of the whole deal. They looked at the virus day one. They knew it was man-made 100% with the scanning systems they've got. And that Fauci kept him out of it and created a false report that it wasn't man-made. That smoking gun of smoking gun of smoking gun. There's all that unraveling. And Fauci and the federal government, the CDC, working with Homeland Security to censor doctors and scientists and members of Congress who were exposing all of this. We just want to live. We just don't want to die. Please stop killing us. He killed some of my friends. He hit us with a bioweapon. And then the shot was even worse. But I know there's too many of us, right? And you're the establishment, so you're allowed to do that. No, you're a pack of criminals, a pack of mad scientists. So you got that. Then you've got all the massive censorship of everything from the Afghan withdrawal to open borders to election fraud to covid and Matt Taibbi testifying today. We've got clips of that. And how it's a whole deep state system censoring and surveilling and illegally controlling that makes 1984 look like a paradise. You got that coming out. Then you've got Jan 6 and them suppressing Tucker Carlson releasing more info. That's going on. And all the footage of the feds and the provocateurs that we already have, but they have the HD of it and more. 
and you have what began breaking last night. And I love being the tip of the spear, but I'm always happy when somebody else is because when you're the tip of the spear, it's not like you're breaking big news and you're a celebrity. It's like stepping up to be punched in the face by Mike Tyson. Because every time you do it, the enemy gets madder. But I did go ahead last night when I got the information and I called a bunch of reporters and it broke this morning. On the Jan 6 situation and the Proud Boys trial, Remember what happened with the Whitmer kidnapping, how the first group, quote, got off because the feds had hidden a bunch of evidence, but then didn't fully delete it when they gave it to the defense team. And so it was all the recordings of the FBI ordering them to attack Whitmer. No, I don't want to attack Whitmer. I want to smoke pot. Can I have money for a hamburger? No, we're going to go kidnap Whitmer. Now, they were able to keep that out of the next trial and got some of their convictions. But the point is, the same team that ran the Whitmer deal ran Jan 6. The same people. Except the guy that got caught beating up his wife real bad. That FBI guy, he's not there anymore. But uh, at the sex party. So, this is only part of what broke, and I'll be getting to this. I guess I'll just get to this first. Because it's a lot bigger than Jan 6. It's a lot bigger than... The Proud Boys is a lot bigger than the feds trying to put me and Owen Schroyer and my crew in prison for trying to stop it. It, it shows, shows standard operating procedure at the FBI now is criminal, beyond criminal, dangerous, weaponized. There's a federal filing today. I called the media last night, told them, get on this. You're going to be seeing a lot of it very soon in a lot of places. Probably guess where. And I learned from inside that the FBI did it again. They like to sneak up. They're in the sixth week of their prosecution. The defense hasn't even had a chance to go yet in the Proud Boys kangaroo trial in D.C. And the feds put an FBI agent on the stand and in the last two days and released new evidence they were about to admit. And the FBI did it again. The FBI thought they had deleted the files, but the defense team noticed that there was a restore function popping up, letting them know there was files there. And when they hit the button, or maybe this is an insider leaking it, that's probably what it is. When they hit the button, hundreds of files with thousands of pages popped up. And do you know what's in the federal filing? And do you know what's in the documents? Because I've talked to the folks that have the documents. You know what's in it? FBI agents covering their ass saying, I have been ordered to destroy hundreds of pieces of evidence. And what is the evidence? That the Proud Boys were innocent, full of feds at the top, trying to lead them into violence and that none of that happened. Not at the... Garage meeting with the Oath Keepers, none of it. And we know what, CIA operatives involved, sex operatives. And the judge has been keeping all of this out of court because I've been knowing about this for six weeks. We've been talking about it here. But now we have the documents. Overhead shot, please. Julie Kelly got the word last night about the filing that went in at about 11 p.m. Eastern. And 
she's now posted <coughs> the federal filing. And you can go read it for yourself. Here it is. And it talks about the special agents and names them and how the special agent was cross-examined and how they turned over documents and they forgot to fully erase what was hidden in them. And they gave them a massive tranche of files. The version of Miller's Excel sheet produced the defense contained 25 rows of her LYNC message. In cross-examination, the agent acknowledged she alone compiled the disclosure. She testified those messages consisted a complete production of what she testified to. However, a close examination of the agent sheet revealed over 1,000 hidden Excel rows of messages. Miller was thus examined as to whether she had withheld from prosecutors the messages contained therein. Now, guess what's in the messages? Let me let, let me show you just a little bit of that. There are sections here where the agents are ordered to erase them. And for some reason, when I was on Steve Bannon, I was waving these around and showing things. So, of course, the page where it says I was ordered by my senior manager to delete the files, to destroy the evidence, is the exact words. Oh, I found it. It's right here. Okay, here we go. Miller's communications with another agent who states that the agent's FBI boss assigned her 338 items of evidence I have to destroy. You know that's illegal. That's a felony. Remember, they just convicted an FBI agent with a slap on the wrist related to Trump who falsified emails and just made up emails about Trump and Russia. These people are crazy. Absolutely insane. Oh, my God. You know, I was there on January 6th, and I was there the preceding days. Everyone thought Antifa was going to bomb our hotels. Everybody thought Antifa was going to show up and attack us. And the Proud Boys, with what I heard and what I saw and what was all over the news, was they were there in case Antifa attacked people. There was no plan to attack the frickin' Capitol. What type of idiots would do that? Capitol's where the puppets are. They didn't even run anything. It's not how you take the government over. It's just it's insane. But this is all coming out now, too, and a lot more. We'll be right back. Stay with us. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. 
Hey everybody, if you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing, we've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at soupbeansurvival.com. That's soupbeansurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. news is coming in so much critical intel that during the breaks i am busier than a one-legged man in an ass kicking contest or a one-armed paper hanger um actually let, let, let me just tell you something right now most of the forty-one thousand hours of january 6th is actually public but the media is all playing dumb like they don't know that what tucker carlson wanted access to was the official full record in one place that had all the marks on it of, of where the Capitol Police, the Democrats and Republicans have been going over it for two years. No one of the Democrats didn't want it out because they know what's on it, the provocateurs running the operation to break into the Capitol to try to trick the crowd to go in. Out of a million people, they only tricked a thousand or so to go in. 95% of them were peaceful. There's always hooligans in any group. Look at riots after a football or basketball championship. That's what this really was. It was like a football game riot. And only a small group of the fans. You have 100,000 people at a football game, and then a thousand of them get a little rowdy. You say, that whole football stadium is a bunch of terrorists. And, and by the way, the whole country are terrorists. Or let's say some Dallas Cowboy fans rioted or some Laker fans. Anybody that likes basketball is now a terrorist. Our number one threat is Lakers fans nationwide. If you see someone wearing a Lakers fans jersey, call Homeland Security immediately. That's the same thing. Anybody wearing a red hat's a terrorist. Anybody that was in D.C. in hotels, no warrants, we're going to you know, come after you. We're going to deny anybody trying to fly out of D.C. their plane tickets. Just, it's just a mob of criminals doing whatever they want. And now the defense for the Proud Boys, who is a good organization of good people, I'm not saying they're feds, but over the years... The leadership of it got fully infiltrated. It didn't really have leadership. Gavin McGinnis started it. And then everybody said, hey, they call us racist. Enrique Tarrio is a nice, well-spoken fellow. We'll make him the leader. But it's not like it's some command and control system. It's just a brotherhood or a, you know, a group that has shared values. 
And Enrique was a federal informant. He'd spent time in prison. I guess it was for selling uh, black market diabetes test kits. Yeah. So he'd spent years in jail for that, and, and he, he came out was an informant the whole time. But if you read the stuff that came out, he was saying, we're good, we're pro boys, we're pro-law enforcement. We don't want to do any violence. We just want to fight back of attack. And he thought he was buddy-buddy with the feds. And he was driven by a federal informant to the meeting with Stuart Rhodes. That's come out. They've tried to block the details that that informant said. They never wanted violence. I saw nothing. That's all being suppressed in the trial. They're spying on the attorneys. They're spying on the defendants. That is get out of jail right there. And they accidentally turn over files that they thought they deleted, but they were able to do the restore two days ago, and they're in there talking about being ordered by their superiors to destroy evidence. And you know why FBI agents put that in, in emails and files, case files? Because that's a felony, folks. But if their superior told them, I guess they think it's like the Nuremberg Code. Well, I was just following orders. Well, the Nuremberg Code said, following orders doesn't cut it, Jack. And here's the deal. I don't want to put FBI agents in prison. I just don't want World War III. I just want it to stop. Please stop it. And it is going to be stopped. The numbers we've got, the intel I've got from big journalists around the country is, and you've heard it from Congress, they're getting, wait for this, tens of thousands of high-level contacts a year from senior federal agency and law enforcement and intelligence agency people going to Congress and giving them these files and stuff, and Congress then rats them out. That's why Congress is under such surveillance by the intelligence agency heads. And then they prosecute or persecute them. Their problem is they've got so many FBI agents and so many ATF agents and so many defense intelligence agency people and so many CIA people and so many naval intelligence people and so many NSA people, you know, 17 of these agencies are actually more, that they can't go after them all. They don't have enough bad guys to go persecute and prosecute and attack them. That's what the social credit score is about once they get it in place that Biden's made his new big initiative because then they just hit one button and you can't have a job, you can't travel, you can't live. Oh, you told about how we're helping smuggle kids or oh, how we're framing people? That's what centralization and the technocracy is about. So a few hundred globalists can sit there and control all the rest of us because we're dumb enough to opt into this thing. So here's what's happening. And I'm not trying to lionize these agencies, far from it. But I'm not stupid enough to get tricked into a fight with them and, and, and say they're the enemy. No, we're the enemy. We allowed the government to get like this. We allowed corruption to grow. We allowed most of the courts to get taken over. And there are people in all these agencies who do real cases every day. I would still say the majority of them. But there are large sections that are criminal, mercenary organizations at the top and then special task forces they have that carry out this criminal activity. And this is classic deep state corruption like you see in third world countries. And we got to be like El Salvador and just say, we're done. Or what Bolsonaro tried to do but got blocked in Brazil. You got to get rid of the bad people. You got to empower the good people in private life, in government, in academia, and in, in, in the churches at every level and really start standing up. 
And so that's what we've got to do. Not be tricked into a civil war, not be tricked into violence with Antifa burning down police stations and attacking federal courthouses. We, we, we're not those people. Like I said on January 6th, we're not Antifa. We're not attacking the police. That's the worst thing you can do. And for that, they've been trying to indict me. So this is a big deal. And my job is just to point out this is going on with the Proud Boys, to let everybody know the full scoop, because all these other reporters are scared. I'll hit the barbed wire. Don't worry. Done it a few times. I wear my scars like medals. And it's what I'm committed to do. Actually, I don't like it, but I kind of do. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, God, I got to run to the barbed wire again. This is really going to not feel too hot. And, you know, you know where it leads in the end. But somebody's got to blow open nonviolently holes in the enemy. Somebody's got to blow breaches. Somebody's got to be on the suicide squad. And that's me. And I don't mean I'm ever going to commit suicide. I would never do that. If they come kill me or you know, say I killed myself or killed my family, that's how they, they, they like to come kill you and then kill your family and say you did it. That, that's their favorite thing. That's their MO. I would never do that. I don't use hard drugs, occasionally smoke marijuana, drink some alcohol. They ever find me dead in a hotel with a heroin needle in my arm, I was murdered. When I say suicide squad, that's a military term. For missions that have got a 50% more chance you're going to die, there are people that volunteer for those. I've had family that have been on suicide squads. Well, I'm on a modern suicide squad because we're all going to die if we don't do this. Kind of like in Wrath of Khan where Spock goes in the reactor and fixes it because they're all going to die anyways. Might as well go do it. He's the toughest one. He does it. That's what we're doing here, folks. We need people to go into the reactor and fix it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future that is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I want to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate them to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. I've got some good news. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic. It's Alex Jones. Our love is unconditional. We knew it from the start. I see it in your eyes. You can feel it from my heart. From here on after, let's stay the way we are right now. And share all the love and laughter that a lifetime will We gotta defend our children. We gotta stand up and take our legs. I cross my heart. We gotta be men. We gotta be women. 
Got to be strong. And you've got my pledge to never back down and never give up. But if you take a look at the news and where the world is, they're getting us ready for full World War III right now. It's already begun. So get right with God. All right, I got so much news here and, 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 and so much to cover. I mean, I could spend the whole show on this one article we'll cover next segment. The Washington Post has a big article out selling everybody on how we need more lockdowns for future viruses and how terrible libertarians and conservatives are for fighting against it and successfully proving it's all a fraud. They want to permanently lock your ass down and then shoot you up with a bunch of poison. People go, well, it's scary to fight these people and they'll come after you. They're already giving children the deadly shots. I uh, went and hung out with Joe Rogan for four or five hours last night with the opening of his new club, the mothership in downtown Austin. And I don't usually talk about private conversations, but I'm proud of Joe. And I was talking to him, and I said, man, you've really gotten hardcore. You're hitting on all cylinders. And he said, yeah. I knew a lot of this stuff was bad, but I thought there were a lot better people in the system. I can't believe how bad it is. got to defeat this thing. He's, and I said, I said, yeah. And, and why is that, Joe? And he said, he looked at me and he said, for me, it's coming after the kids with these shots. When they know they don't work and they hurt them. They know damn well what they're doing. He goes, we got to stop them. We hugged each other and we said, we're winning and we're not going to stop. That's why Joe's so hardcore now, because they pushed him. And he's one of the most influential people in the world. So whatever happens to me, I know others are going to go forward. They're closing in on us. I uh, have a good sixth sense, a good spirit, know things, and I feel good. And I'm sure I'll be in the fight in a month, six months, a year, but you need to understand, ladies and gentlemen, they could kill me any day. I don't say that for a dramatic effect. It's a very serious situation. But I don't have any fear of what happens to me. I am concerned about everybody. I really care about my children. I really care about your children and the future they're going to have together. And I love you. And we've got to do the right thing here. We can't flinch. We can't back down. We've just got to be as hardcore as possible because we got a bunch of crazy people in charge that have convinced themselves they can get away with anything. And if you study the globalists, not just their minions, but the people running things, they are super old and they're on a bunch of drugs. I mean, David Rockefeller had like eight heart transplants, died at like 100, I think, 99. It's just crazy. And you can't hear it right now, but it's apropos of this. that They're doing massive construction across the street. And a bunch of sirens and heavy machinery noises were just going on the last few minutes. And it sounds like chimes in a big church or a giant bell ringing. I wish somebody go outside and record this. Somebody go out with your phone with a recording app. Because I won't be able to, I won't be able to actually hear. It's a beautiful sound, but it's also terrifying and ominous. It's like I don't know what the hell they're doing next door. 
like 50 giant trucks, cranes, all this stuff. <laughs> it stopped now. Maybe it'll start back up in a minute. But it sounded like wind chimes, but like imagine thousand foot tall wind chimes. Like it just adds to all the weirdness of creation. So I'm here talking about the ultimate point of life is standing up for what's right. And this incredible world we're in and, and all the mystery and majesty and wonderment. And then we've got a bunch of psychotics running around trying to blow the planet up. Doing it again. But it's really our fault for letting this happen. It's my fault. It's your fault. And because we're not evil. We don't want to be evil. We're not perfect, but we don't want to be evil. And we're trying to be good. And we're trying to build a better world. And we let the bad guys get to this point. We let ourselves get in this much danger. So we're the only ones that have to blame here. I don't even blame our enemies anymore. I realize how fallen and sad and, and just pathetic they are. All right, let me get my mind wrapped around this. I get philosophical when things are so big. And uh, we're going to go to break in like four minutes. I, I'm going to come back and I'm going to get into... I'm going to get into the censorship surveillance. It's really surveillance and censorship. Bombshells in Congress with the weaponization of government and big tech hearings that are happening. And then I'm going to get into the Redfield testimony. We only played part of it yesterday. It is absolute pure proof smoking gun from the head of the CDC. Couldn't have more credibility as an insider of how Fauci created the false reports and lied about the origin of the virus and knew he was lying and lied to Congress. I mean, that alone is like bombshell, flamethrower, nuclear hydrogen bomb going off big. I mean, that is just boom. And then we've got all this other news. And, you know, I said I'd get to it, but I just did, didn't I? The Washington Post, I'll show you the article. We need to really have lockdowns in the future. We need to have more of them. It's just the new way of life. I mean, training you to stay in your house. Come on, folks. Why would anybody work for a system that wants to put poison in your body and lock you down and make you go around and have a digital ID to leave your house? I mean, what what fool? I mean, if you were a psychopath, if you were American psycho, what's his fictional name, Christian Bale in the movie? Patrick Bateman Patrick Bateman would at least have enough self-preservation that he'd go, man, I really don't want this new world order. I don't want to take your poison shot, and I don't want to be a slave. I mean, Patrick Bateman wouldn't support this. Why do you people serve the new world order? What is your problem? It for 99.9999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999
that the people around you aren't going to kill you. You have just gone into your own tomb and guaranteed you'll be killed. I mean, look, globalists, you're not that stupid, are you? You really want to live in a bunker. You really think that, 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 that you're not going to just kill each other in there because you love killing people. You're not going to stop. I'd estimate if 5,000 people are in one of these big bunker cities that five years after they're down there, there'll be like 200 of them left. You people are freaking nuts. How the hell did you get us into this situation? And the answer is, you did it. I did it. We let these maniacs get in control. God help us. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence that have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil for the 50% off or a great physio magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsTore.com and it keeps it on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep it on air infowarstore.com i've got some good news our high quality supplements really work and we have about an 80 percent reorder rate with customers that's the good news they're amazing the bad news is around one percent or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to infowarstore.com and ever actually buy the products so you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation, to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high-quality full-spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well, or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Well, I've done my pontificating. Time to put the nose to the grindstone and start covering what the baddies are doing so we can light them up with a spotlight. I mentioned it, so I might as well just put it up. Here's a Gateway Pundit article that has the excerpts out of it from the Washington Post. Washington Post complains that conservatives... Libertarians preventing future pandemic lockdowns, yes, and climate 
lockdowns. Oh, and guess what? They're now putting a January 6th warning on anybody supporting Tucker Carlson or pointing out that they let the people in and led the Q shaman into the Senate. They lied to the public. Reaction to Tucker Carlson's leaking January 6th footage. And now they put an advisement on it to Wikipedia. January 6th, United States Capitol attack. And it goes on to say, no, this isn't true. Here's the real truth. Live time management and control of reality because you can't believe your own lying eyes. Now, here's what I want to do. I want to get to Matt Taibbi. It's about a four-minute club because that just opens the door into the larger discussion of the total surveillance censorship grid that is beyond illegal. The government and a certain political party interface with big tech and dinosaur media to go out and watch and surveil and censor and lie about and attack people. We're going to play that. Then we start the next hour. I played that Redfield clip yesterday that's so huge, but I've got four more clips of him. We're going to air them all. Because this can take down the whole deep state. Fauci, Bill Gates, Peter Daszak, all of them. We know they made the virus. We know where they made it. They even put emails out before it was released to get the so-called vaccine ready, calling it COVID-19. We know that because it's been leaked by whistleblowers. Some names we know, some we don't, like Dr. Huff. People keep saying, where are the good people? They're all over the place, constantly exposing it. But the point is, he lied to Congress and hoped nobody would actually look at the evidence. And now the former head of the CDC, who was running all this, has come out against Fauci because he knows Fauci is going down. But a lot more people than Fauci are going down. That's why Bill Gates is running around on a world tour to Europe and India and Africa and Australia and everywhere where he's this big savior because he knows he's the most hated person on earth after Klaus Schwab. They got polls where Bill Gates got like a 3% approval rating. Well, he's your doctor. He's going to put stuff in you. See, you didn't get away with it, Bill. We know you're a mass murderer, buddy boy. So what's he going to do? Play whack-a-mole? Crush Alex Jones? That just makes the tree of liberty grow. I don't particularly want to die, but if you send a hit team to kill me, say la vie. So is life. Somebody's got to stand up to these psychotics. And we are. But these are a bunch of maniacal, twisted, extremely sick, evil people. Let me do this or we won't be here. Um, plus, it's great products. Uh, we have the prebiotic that's been sold out for over a year that's packed. It does incredible things to your gut health and grows these great amino acids that are anti-cancer and so much more and just do incredible things. I was upset when it wasn't available the last year because I take it all the time. Thank God we got more back in. It's 40% off, infowarstore.com. We got the best bone broth out there with the all the extra ingredients like the turmeric, the chaga mushroom, and the bee pollen, the magnesium. It's the best bone broth you're going to find, the best concentrate from chicken. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's grandma's chicken soup squared. I mean, it just goes exponential. It's, I'd say, 50 times better. I mean, it's, just, it's, it's over the top important. It's available at InfoWorks.com. Our CBD oil is amazing. Uh, 
wow, the turmeric toothpaste is so popular, too bad. We only did a limited order of it because at current sales rates, it'll be sold out in 15 days. And it's amazing toothpaste. It's full of vitamins and minerals and strong turmeric and essential oils. And if you want to rejuvenate your gums and fight gingivitis and polish your teeth and everything, it's got the coral calcium. It's got it all. My dad designed it. He's a retired dentist, oral surgeon. He threw the kitchen sink at this. And we're proud of it. Infowarstore.com, turmeric toothpaste. All right. Here's uh, Matt Taibbi, who, say what you want about him, he uh, is a esteemed journalist. He's not in the rare class of a Seymour Hirsch. Really, nobody is. But, I mean, he, he he's a real journalist. He's got a leftist bent. He wears leftist, not blinders, but, but, but you know, sunglasses. Uh, we all see through a rose color darkly. None of us are perfect. But he's telling the truth. And they are so upset. And here he is. He's still testifying as we speak uh, in Congress about this giant, organized, criminal deep state that was trying to normalize total surveillance and control and censorship. Here's the report. Chairman Jordan, Ranking Member Plaskett, members of the Select Committee, thank you for having me today. My name is Matt Taibbi. I've been a reporter for 30 years uh, and a staunch advocate of the First Amendment. Much of that time was spent at Rolling Stone magazine. Uh, Ranking Member Plaskett, um, I'm not a so-called journalist. Uh, I've won the National Magazine Award, the I.F. Stone Award for Independent Journalism, and I've written 10 books, including four New York York Times bestsellers. Uh, I'm now the editor of the online magazine Racket on the independent platform Substack. I'm here today because of a series of events that began late last year when I received a note from a source online. It read, are you interested in doing a deep dive into what censorship and manipulation was going on at Twitter? A week later, the first of what became known as the Twitter Files reports came out. To say these attracted intense public interest would be an understatement. My computer looked like a Vegas slot machine uh, as just the first tweet about the blockage of the Hunter Biden laptop story registered 143 million impressions and 30 million engagements. But it wasn't until a week after the first report, after Michael Schellenberger, Barry Weiss, and other researchers joined the search of the files, that we started to grasp the significance of this story. The original promise of the Internet was that it might democratize the exchange of information globally. A free internet would overwhelm all attempts to control information flow, its very existence a threat to anti-democratic forms of government everywhere. What we found in the files was a sweeping effort to reverse that promise and use machine learning and other tools to turn the internet into an instrument of censorship and social control. Unfortunately, our own government appears to be playing a lead role. We saw the first hints in communications between Twitter executives before the 2020 election, when we read things like flagged by DHS or please see attached report from FBI for potential misinformation. This would be attached to an Excel spreadsheet with a long list of names whose accounts were often suspended shortly after. Again, Ranking Member Plaskett, I would note that the evidence of Twitter government relationship includes lists of tens of thousands of names on both the left and right. The people affected include Trump supporters, but also left-leaning sites like Consortium and Truthout, the leftist South American channel Telesur, the Yellow Vest Movement, That, in fact, is a key point of the Twitter files, that it's neither a left nor right issue. Following the trail of communications between Twitter and the federal government across tens of thousands of emails led to a series of revelations. Mr. Chairman, we summarized and submitted them to the committee in the form of a new Twitter files thread, which was also released to the public this morning. We learned Twitter, Facebook, Google, and other companies developed a formal system for taking in moderation requests from every corner of government, from the FBI, the DHS, the HHS, DOD, the Global Engagement Center at State, even the CIA. For every government agency scanning Twitter, there were perhaps 20 quasi-private entities doing the same thing, including Stanford's Election Integrity Partnership, 
NewsGuard, the Global Disinformation Index, and many others, many taxpayer-funded. A focus of this fast-growing network, as Mike noted, is making lists of people whose opinions, beliefs, associations, or sympathies are deemed misinformation, disinformation, or malinformation. That last term is just a euphemism for true but inconvenient. Undeniably, the making of such lists is a form of digital McCarthyism. Ordinary Americans are not just being reported to Twitter for deamplification or deplatforming, but to firms like PayPal, digital advertisers like Xander, and crowdfunding sites like GoFundMe. These companies can and do refuse service to law-abiding people and, and businesses whose only crime is falling afoul of a distant, baseless, unaccountable... And that's called racketeering judge. to do that. As someone who grew up a traditional ACLU liberal, this mechanism for punishment and deprivation without due process is horrifying. Another troubling aspect is the role of the press, which should be the people's last line of defense in such cases. But instead of investigating these groups, journalists partnered with them. If Twitter declined to remove an account right away, government agencies and NGOs would call reporters for the New York Times, Washington Post, and other outlets, who in turn would call Twitter, demanding to know why action had not yet been taken. Effectively, news media became an arm of a state-sponsored thought policing system. I'm running out of time, so I'll just sum up and say... uh, it's just not possible to instantly arrive at truth. It is, it is however, possible, becoming uh, technologically uh, possible to instantly define and enforce a political consensus online, which I believe is what we're looking at. This is a grave threat to people of all pers- political persuasions. Uh, the First Amendment, an American population accustomed to the right to speak, is the best defense left against the censorship industrial complex. If the latter can knock over our first and most important constitutional guarantee, these groups will have no serious opponent left anywhere. If there's anything the Twitter files show, it's that we're in danger of losing this most precious right without which... Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsStore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate them to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. If, uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the border of Ukraine again, then... Uh, there will be uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream two. We we will bring an end to it. But how will you do that exactly? Since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control. I promise you, we'll be able to do it. Tonight, sabotage at sea. That's what President Biden is calling the leaks and explosions on the Nord Stream pipelines. Like a boiling cauldron, the busy Baltic Sea bursting with gas from ruptured Russian Nord Stream reinforced pipelines. First on CNN, sources telling us that European security officials observed Russian Navy ships earlier this week 
in the vicinity of those leaks in the Nord Stream pipelines that were likely caused by underwater explosions. Here's what we know. We know that Russian support ships, Russian Navy support ships, were spotted in the vicinity of the leaks on these pipelines. We were also told by a source familiar with the intelligence that Russian submarines were spotted in the general area last week. I think this is uh, clearly a, a, an act of sabotage of some sort, and, and Russia is certainly the most likely uh, suspect. It's incredibly uh, alarming. President Vladimir Putin has blamed the United States and its allies for blowing up the undersea Nord Stream pipelines. It was a deliberate act of sabotage, and now the Russians are pumping out disinformation and lies. If Russia wanted to shut off the pipeline, they would flip the button. They would twist the knob. They, they don't need to blow it up. It's theirs. It, it starts in Russia. So it was pretty obvious to us the Biden administration was involved in this. They have been lying to us all along about this. There's yes. no way the United States was not either involved or knew about this or at the very minimum uh, approved it. Today, a senior U.S. government official rejected a new claim by Russia's defense minister. He claimed that Ukraine is preparing to detonate a radioactive dirty bomb with Western help on its own territory. This is the first time the 101st Airborne Division has deployed to Europe since World War II. The idea that we're going to send in offensive equipment and have planes and tanks and trains uh, going in with American pilots and American crews, just understand don't kid yourself, no matter what you all say. That's called World War III. The U.S. will have to send their sons and daughters exactly the same way as we are sending their sons and daughters to war. And they will have to fight. And they will be dying. Air sirens blaring across much of central and eastern Ukraine today. Putin's forces ramp up. Washington has placed more than 8,000 U.S.-based troops on a heightened state of alert. Today, the U.S. sent in the cavalry, bound for Romania right along the Ukrainian border. If we continue down this path, we may end up with a nuclear holocaust. CNN has learned that the U.S. is developing contingency plans for possible Russian escalation in its war in Ukraine, including the potential use of tactical nuclear weapons. Russian President Vladimir Putin today making it official. He just formally suspended Russia's involvement in its last remaining nuclear arms control treaty with the United States. The prospect of nuclear conflict, once unthinkable, is now back within the realm of possibility. Every actuary, every historic war game, every analysis shows this leads to total thermal nuclear war. There's a lot of controversy around this network about Alex Jones, for example. Alex Jones? The far-right conspiracy theorist who was apparently... <laughs> Alex Jones. Scum! Russian scum! InfoWars comes to mind. Reputation's amazing. I will not let you down. You will be very, very uh, impressed, I hope. Oh, 
Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide. It's Alex Jones. We are now into our number two today on this Thursday, March 9th, 2023 transmission. But I think today's show headline at Infowars.com really says it all. The entire deep state and its its deception, its its shielding, its cloaking of its operations is in free fall. Red alert, deep state imploding on all fronts, gain of function, spying, censorship, January 6th, and more. We are at the crossroads, ladies and gentlemen. So, I covered World War III. I covered the illegal spying and surveillance and censorship that's going on. All the big hearings happening right now where this incredible criminal activity is coming out. Um, Matt Taibbi doing a great job in a a four-and-a-half-minute opening statement, really boiling down and crystallizing how it's big think tanks, dinosaur media, leftist organizations, all being given governmental surveillance tools to then censor you and your family and then persecute you and basically bring bring forward the proto-development and implementation of the social credit score. I mean, that's here. And Congress is getting a crash course in it, but many of them are involved in it in the private committee, classified committee hearing meetings. Hell, they've had hearings the last six and a half years where they just say, Alex Jones is a Russian agent, and Donald Trump is, and we have the Pentagon, you know, working against him. The Pentagon, the CIA, the FBI, and they haven't been able to shut us down because people have a hunger for truth, and they've not been able to dig up or make up anything wrong we've done so now they're shifting to levels of lies where I read articles that come out every day about me. And I mean, all of it is just whole cloth lies. Total fraud, total garbage, but that's all they've got. They're not giving up. They're never going away until we stop them. And if you look at how they escalate their power grab when they're challenged, they're leading us into nuclear war. But let's talk about something else other than nuclear war. What about viruses? What about man-made viruses? What about new chimeric viruses that are splices of different families of viruses like COVID-19? And then the shot that's far worse, that is their response and answer to that. Well, we covered this article yesterday, and I think I'll start where we were yesterday because there's four or five clips that we didn't get to. But let's start with the MTG questioning of Robert Redfield, number six, the former head of the CDC. And then we'll get into all the other clips, but uh, here's the article that has the quotes and things in it. You want to share it. Former CDC director Redfield to Congress, COVID-19 created in a lab, U.S. government funded gain-of-function research. And... Fauci basically covered it up. We're going to play all those clips here now. Lying to Congress, putting out false reports. You couldn't get more criminal. But 
This is what courts and law enforcement supposed to be for. When you got mad scientists that are trying to recreate 12 monkeys for real, you know, if you like your kids living, see, because they're the one with a gun to our head. A biological gun. If you like living, well, then we better get up off our asses and stop letting Big Pharma run our lives and try to end our lives. And I'm not saying go attack Fauci's house. That's the last thing we want turns him into a victim. I want him destroyed politically. I want him indicted. I want his ass imprisoned. I want him to turn state's evidence against his bosses, Bill Gates, and the rest of them. But we know what will happen. They're getting ready to set Fauci up because he is the bag man. He's been doing this stuff for 45 years. He's a eugenicist, part of Bill Gates' depopulation board. They're going to put it all on Fauci, and I think Fauci's going to have a heart attack and be found dead or die in a car wreck or maybe a kayaking accident, something like that. So they know it's all coming out, and I think uh, Fauci will never see a jail cell. I think they're going to kill Fauci. What do you think? Here's Redfield. All right, let's just hit pause. Let's just hit pause because I don't have any audio. Let's just recheck the clip. Whenever you guys tell me it's ready, I'll go to the clip, okay? Anybody want to tell me it's ready? Oh, great. Go ahead and roll it. Dr. Redfield, did you agree, in your opinion, with Dr. Anderson's assessment at the time that this virus did look engineered? I was concerned because of... uh, the presence of the furin cleavage site that we've talked about. And I think it's important to understand what that cleavage site does. Uh, That cleavage site totally changes the orientation of the binding domain of COVID. So it now, which could not see the ACE2 receptor, which is the human receptor, it totally changes the orientation now. So it has high affinity for a human receptor. So that furin cleavage site bothered me. It didn't seem that it belonged there. And then when you look at the sequences that it used, and it's beyond the committee, but I know many of you have looked into it, the sequences that they used in those 12 nucleotides for arginine were the arginine sequences, nucleotide triplet, that coded for the human arginine. So why did this virus have the arginine sequences for human there, not bat. It was very disconcerting to me. It looked like this virus was engineered. Was this, uh, what you're observing and speaking of, is this something that would be in line with gain-of-function research and the, and the capabilities it would provide to right, right. a virus? Yeah. I mean, basically, this lab published in 2014 that they accomplished in this, uh, allowing the coronaviruses that they were working with in the lab to bind to the H2 receptor in humanized mice. And the only way they did that was by reorienting the binding domain. And it was clear to them at this time that that was likely the issue in their private conversations. Um, Yet by February 4th, a paper on the origins of COVID is drafted by four participants of the February 1 conference call. One of those participants, Dr. Anderson, completely reverses himself in an email to the president of EcoHealth, Peter Dozik, and says the main crackpot theories going around at the moment relate to this virus being somehow engineered, and that is demonstrably false. 
Um, my question to you, Mr. Redfield, did you know of any evidence that they had found within three days from February 1st to February 4th to be able to confirm that it was not created in a lab? Um, as I mentioned earlier, unfortunately, I was excluded from those conversations, uh, which I found retroactively very disappointed since I was obviously a virologist and very engaged, and I actually had asked Jeremy Farrar, Tony Fauci, and Tedros to have these conversations. And then to be excluded, I found unusual. I do think it illustrates one point that's worth really focusing on. When you have a group of people that decide there could only be one point of view, that's problematic. And I'll keep going saying it's antithetical to science. And unfortunately, that's what they did. I can tell you, Dr. Redfield, that is the case. It's very problematic because how people suffered in this country from those, uh, what I would call, um, tyrannical decisions using their their positions of power um, and shutting down the country in the way they did. I I think people definitely do feel that way. Thank you. I yield back. All right, we're going to come back with the clips we haven't gotten to that are even more powerful, where he specifically talks about Fauci lying about gain of function and all the rest of it. I mean, Redfield knows they're going down, and uh, Redfield was excluded from all of this, the head of the CDC, because the UN and Fauci and Bill Gates, they were running all this, and they created the damn virus, and they released it. They killed a lot of friends of mine, and they're killing a lot of people right now with a shot. We just sit here and take this? No, we're not. You evil people are not invincible, and you are going to be brought to justice, so you can't do this ever again. And all you leftists that have defended this, you have aided and abetted mass murder. I hope you're really proud of uh, your sick, sycophants. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars Emergency News Alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. 
Welcome back as we try to stop World War III and more lockdowns, bio-attacks. They're getting geared up and ready for to have new lockdowns. You know, when I say these things, these aren't just words. This is really happening. They cooked up the virus. They released it. They killed a bunch of people. They blocked therapeutics. They told folks that could have been given steroids and antibiotics because the virus gets carried by bacteria uh, and things like vitamin D and hydroxychloroquine. They told them, just go home. Then once you got too sick, they put you on a respirator and killed you. It was all a plan worldwide run by the same people. And now they're going to do it again and again and again. That's their takeover plan. One of their big plans. We just going to sit here and wait for that to happen or just cower? Well, I don't want to get attacked politically or I don't want to be criticized. We've been vindicated. We're turning the tide. So now all the people have been on the fence who know the truth. Why don't you come join us? We can fix this quicker before World War III. Can we do that? I'm not talking to the main audience of amazing people. I'm talking to all the people that tune in here from foreign governments and agencies and corporations to see what all the hubbub is about. The hubbub is about us just saying, this is insane. Can we stop this, please? You notice everything we've talked about, we've shown you the proof here, contrary to what they say. That's why we're under attack, because the crazy people that run things want to stay in power. And they're using crisis after crisis to do so. Now, there's a bunch of these clips. I said four more. There's like five or six of them. Actually, six of them left. Uh, Let's play clip seven, and then let's just play clip four uh, back-to-back, and then uh, play clip two. So seven, four, and two, the head of the CDC turning state's evidence in front of the world, because he knows he ain't going to the Justice Department, but he's doing it in front of Congress. Can't get more smoking gun than this. Where is it in the news? Well, it's here and there, but this is big. Here it is. So one, one other path of questioning for you, Dr. Ritfield. Proponents of this research claim it may result in vaccines or maybe even stop a pandemic. Dr. Redfield, has gain-of-function created any life-saving vaccines or therapeutics to your knowledge? Not to my knowledge. Has gain-of-function stopped a pandemic to, in your opinion? Man, is illegal. No, on the contrary, I think it probably caused the greatest pandemic our world has seen. Hit pause. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have led the whole show with this. In fact, Scott, the producer at the start of the show, said, Alex, I know you got a lot on your plate. We think the Redfield thing's the biggest. I said, I agree. He said, will you just play clip seven? And we're an hour and 22 minutes into it. In fact, on the front of the whole show today, when we post it to Man.Video, put a note to play this clip up front on the show, because I should have led with this. Play the clip again and listen. He's saying gain of functions, what caused this. U.S. government made it. They took it to China so they could have plausible deniability. They did it on purpose, folks. They had the vaccine already ready. You understand how big this is? This is this is just so huge. Go ahead. So one one other path of questioning for you, Dr. Ritfield. Proponents of this research claim it may result in vaccines or maybe even stop a pandemic. Dr. Redfield, has gain of function created any life-saving vaccines or therapeutics to your knowledge? Not to my knowledge. Has gain-of-function stopped a pandemic, in your opinion? No, on the contrary, I think it probably caused the greatest pandemic our world has seen. Do you find any tangible benefits uh, to gain-of-function research at this time? I personally don't, but I do want to stress, I think the men and women that support it are people of good faith because they truly believe it's going to lead to a potential benefit. I disagree with that assessment. Thank you. Chairman, for two years, myself and the other Republicans on this subcommittee connected the dots 
We exposed the evidence supporting our strong belief that COVID was developed and leaked from the Wuhan lab. And during those same two years, the same Democrats that sit on this committee, they only hindered, they obstructed, they refused to hold hearings and get to the truth. Now we see mounting evidence supporting the COVID-19 originated from the lab in Wuhan, China, run by the Communist Chinese uh, Party. And this hearing is about getting to the truth. I thank the chairman for making this the very first hearing because the American people who have seen just as many fellow Americans die from COVID, as nearly as many die from COVID, that died in every war since the American Revolution combined, deserve to know the truth. Uh, Dr. Redfield, you pointed to the lab leak theory even before we did. In mid-January of 2020, you expressed concerns to Dr. Fauci, to uh, Jeremy Farrer of UK's Wellcome Trust, and to Dr. Tedros of World Health Organization that, quote, we had to take the lab leak hypothesis with extreme seriousness. And you urged Dr. Fauci to investigate both the lab and the natural hypotheses. Shortly thereafter, on February 1st, uh, Farrer convened a meeting of a group of 11 top scientists across five time zones and asked Dr. Fauci to join, and he wrote, quote, my preference is to keep this group really tight. Obviously, ask everyone to treat in total confidence, unquote. Dr. Redfield, you were excluded from this call, but up until then, you had been on every single, you were included in every other conversation. What changed? Why do you think that you were excluded from these conversations? Thank you very much. I think uh, just to emphasize, uh, in, in, in early to mid-January, I did have multiple calls with Fauci, Farrar, and, and, and Tedros about how important I thought it was that science get engaged in, in aggressive, aggressively pursuing both hypotheses. I also expressed, as a clinical virologist, that I felt it was... Um, not scientifically plausible that this virus went from a bat to humans and became one of the most infectious viruses that we have for humans. All viruses are not the same. So when you look at coronaviruses for SARS and MERS, for example, when they entered the human species, which they did via an intermediate, they never learned how to go human to human. Even to this day, they don't know how to go human to human. So you can't equate Ebola with a coronavirus. Now, why do, you, why do you think you were excluded from those calls? I, I, because it was, it was told to me that uh, they wanted a single narrative and that I obviously had a different point of view. Okay. In emails following the conference call, four of the 11 scientists told Fauci Hit that pause. they all Back it up 10 seconds. So you're not allowed to go on Twitter or Facebook or anywhere and save this or, until now. But it wasn't just you. It was the head of the CDC wasn't allowed to go... Uh, we've never had a virus does this. We looked at it. It's man-made. Oh, sorry. The head of the CDC can't be in the meeting. The UN's going to run this with Fauci and Bill Gates. See how it works, folks? It goes all the way to the top. And all we need is people like Redfield to spill their guts, and down goes the New World Order. And by the way, Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. And all the king's horses... And all the king's men couldn't put the New World Order back together again. Continue. Pursuing both hypotheses. I also expressed as a clinical virologist that I felt it was um, not scientifically plausible that this virus went from a bat to humans and became one of the most infectious viruses that we have for humans. 
All viruses are not the same. So when you look at coronaviruses for SARS and MERS, for example, when they entered the human species, which they did via an intermediate, they never learned how to go human to human. Even to this day, they don't know how to go human to human. So you can't equate Ebola with a coronavirus. Now, why do, you, why do you think you were excluded from those calls? I, I, because it was, it was told to me that uh, they wanted a single narrative and that I obviously had a different point of view. Okay. And oh, emails following the conference call for the 11th. All right, let's stop there. We'll come back and the rest of this clip and a couple others. But you understand, it was 100% in January of 2020, three years ago, that it was man-made, that they've known day one. They made the damn thing. They already had a vaccine ready. They need to be in prison right now. We need to stop these people before they so strike. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor. They fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at Infowars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. The answer to 1984 is 1776. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Sure as hell broke the law, didn't they? Breaking the law. Breaking the law. So this is really the biggest story in the country. It's not J6. It's 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 not the open borders. It's it's not even Russia and World War Three potential because it's hard to stop this World War Three operation. We're trying. But on the new lockdowns and the millions they killed and the tens of millions that have been maimed and their whole global government system for the U.N. World Treaty. They created the virus. They released the virus. They made it novel so it would scare all the scientists that knew it was man-made. Then they told the public it wasn't man-made. Then they rolled out a poison shot. Their whole program hinges on this. And now the head, the former head of the CDC, an esteemed famous virologist, comes out and says, this is man-made. COVID-19 was gain of function. And here's the key. It's not that deadly, but it spreads really quick. 
but they wanted to give you a shot to respond to the spike protein that is way more toxic. But they've got airborne Ebola that's man-to-man, human-to-human, person-to-person, father-to-child, child-to-mother, grandpa-to-grandma, neighbor-to-neighbor, door-to-door. And they've got man-made weaponized Marburg that kills 95% of those that are infected. They got man-made mouse pox that kill 90%. They got all the real stuff lined up for you. And are we going to stop them? Or no, we'll just follow orders and let them kill everybody soon. Because COVID was just a test if they can clamp down so we don't panic too bad where everybody's dying. That was just a drill. That's like when the serial killer kidnaps somebody and puts handcuffs on them and duct tape on their mouth while he drives them from the playground where he grabbed them to his shack in the middle of nowhere where he tortures you to death in a dungeon in a basement. But metaphorically, they knocked us over the head. They got us in the van, but we woke up, got out of the plastic tape around our legs, used our elbows to open the back of the van and stumbled out into the countryside at night, breaking an arm, hurting our ankle, skinning our face up. We're on handcuffs in the dark, but we ran into the woods and the serial killer can't find us. That's where we are. We're in the woods bleeding with a broken arm in handcuffs. And the handcuffs are the fact we want to admit the truth we're under attack. Got to take the handcuffs off. Got to get back to civilization. Got to tell folks what happened. They didn't get us to the farmhouse to strap us down on the gurney and torture us for two weeks to death. That's the next phase. Or you can let the guy drive back in the van. He'll have a spotlight. Hey, I'm really your friend. Come out of that creek bottom you're in. Come up here in the cornfield. Get back in the van. I promise I'll be nice to you. You'll never find anybody to protect you. I'm going to catch you. You're not going to catch you. All you got to do is just keep going to the woods, over a couple of hills. You'll find another farmhouse. Knock on the door and say, I was just kidnapped. Call the police. All we got to do is not have Stockholm Syndrome and, and, and not listen to them and limp up the hill and down the road and go to the farmhouse. But make sure it's not his farmhouse when we get there. Maybe go to the next farmhouse. But the point is, that'd be funny, you get away and all of a sudden you know, it's, it's, his, it's his farmhouse. And that's kind of what you're calling the Justice Department's like, you get out of the back of the van and you're out in the countryside, you go to the, go to the nearest house, and it's actually you know, the kidnapper's house. And that's why Redfield had to go to Congress, even though it's corrupt and bad, it's a public forum. Or you can say, you, out of the woods, the creek bottom, up to the road, he's up there on the road with a spotlight. You promise you'll be nice if I come back out? Yes, oh good, I see you there. All of a sudden, you notice the spotlight's on you, and he's got a deer rifle. Oh, you can trust me. He gets in his van and drives away as you bleed to death. No, keep your mouth shut. Get to the farmhouse. Get to the media. Get on the air. Go speak at city council. The farmhouse and calling 911 is not calling the FBI. They're helping run the whole thing at the top. It's... Getting to the city council, the county commission, the medical board, anywhere that's televised and talking about this. It's calling into C-SPAN. It's calling to talk radio. It's calling Congress. It's spreading the word. It's, it's, it's standing up with sandwich boards on the side of the street. It's ringing the alarm bell. 
Don't get in the van with these guys because they're bringing new lockdowns back. They're bringing more poison shots back. To the Washington Post today, they're getting ready for more lockdowns. Don't let them do it. You've already been hit over the head. You've already been handcuffed to the back of a van. You were able to get out of it. You were able to get out of the back of the van. All you got is a broken arm right now. You did, Listen, if you get back in that damn van, he is going to torture you to death. Don't get in the van. And everybody's like, well, of course I wouldn't get back in the van. No, a lot of people would. As for me, I never got in the van. I've been hit over the head plenty of times, if you use the analogy, but I've never let them get me in the van. Except maybe in Scanner Darkly. That's fiction. That's a scene I basically wrote. Because the van is the metaphor. Can you guys pull up Alex Jones, Scanner Darkly? Van scene. Connor Reeves. But, but that's what we're talking about here, ladies and gentlemen. But the average person who's a leftist is under Stockholm Syndrome, and they really believe we're the bad guys. They believe freedom and justice and the Second Amendment and prosperity and capitalism and Christianity. They believe that's the van. They think open borders and suicide and and death and disease and poisoned injections and World War III is fun. They think that's happiness because they are victims of the system so weak that their minds play a trick on them that getting in the van is a good thing. So don't go into the van willingly. And if you see somebody getting grabbed and put in a van, don't just shake it off like Keanu Reeves does and get in the car with an owner rider. But see, that's with the crime, with everything, it's a metaphor for it. We're just all kind of used to crime and corruption and censorship and all these bad, and the power going on and off all the time and just all this weirdness because they're normalizing the whole thing. Don't get in the van. And children are designed for archetypal fairy tales that are based on real things. Like Little Red Riding Hood is, hey, you're walking to Grandma's house a few miles from the woods. If you see a man, he may act really nice, but if you don't know the man, he's really a big bad wolf and can rape you and kill you. Because that went on back then. So if you see a man in the woods, you don't know, keep your mouth shut and get away. But what's the left teach us? Oh, send your kids to school. Let those wolves in sheep's clothing teach them whatever and then have the teachers not tell you what they're teaching your children. It's all predatory. It's all an exercise, the TSA groping you, all of it, to train you to be a slave, to train you that you don't have boundaries, to train you that you don't have rights, to train you they own your body. Do I blame the average TSA agent? No, but the whole thing is a conditioning mechanism. It's all part of the processing from liberty to tyranny, from freedom to slavery. More of the head of the CDC spilling his guts in spectacular fashion as the rats leave the sinking Titanic. 
Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners that have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence and have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or our great physio magnesium product or whether it's down and out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps it on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarStore.com you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. back, ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting worldwide. Now, I want to get back to Redfield here because, I mean, seriously, you cannot make a big enough deal about this. And it's getting national news and it's here and there, but they're, but they're reporting on it. But the way they reported it is, well, Redfield says it could have been gain of function and he thought it might be a lab, but they blocked him. No, Fauci lied to Congress. Fauci knew. They 100% knew it was man-made. They tried to get Redfield to go along with it. Here's a quote we haven't even gotten to. In September 2019, three things happened in the lab. One is they deleted the sequence, heavily irregular. They deleted the sequence they made because it matched the virus. Researchers don't like to do that, Redfield said. The second thing is they changed the command and control from civilian to military in September, right before they release it to blame Trump and shut everything down. This is Redfield testifying. We haven't even gotten to this clip yet. 
The third, which is telling, is they let a contractor redo the ventilation system in the laboratory. Clearly, there was strong evidence that a significant event happened in the laboratory in September. Oh, it was an accident. Let's finish up with uh, clip four, and then let's uh, go to clip two. Let's just play them back to back. In emails following the conference call, four of the 11 scientists told Fauci that they all found the genetic sequence inconsistent with expectations from evolutionary theory, basically what you're saying. However, just three days later, these four scientists had drafted a paper arguing the exact opposite, and that's now the infamous proximal origin of SARS-CoV-2. Our investigations show that this paper was prompted by Dr. Fauci, among others, with a goal to disprove the lab leak theory. What is the likelihood that these scientists came across additional information just three days after making these statements to conclude with such certainty that COVID-19 came from nature instead of the lab leak that they thought it was three days earlier? Yeah, I think it's unfortunate. Again, I've said this before, that this whole approach that was taken on February 1st and subsequently in the month of February, if you really want to be truthful, it's antithetical to science. Thank you. Science has debate, and they squashed any debate. Thank you. Given what we know now and looking at all the conversations in February of 2020 and before the release of the paper, do you think that uh, Dr. Fauci used this paper to hide the gain-of-function research created that gain-of-function research created this virus? I can't talk about Fauci's motivation. Do you think that the paper does hide the truth? I think it's an inaccurate paper that basically was part of a narrative that they were creating. Remember, this pandemic did not start in January at the seafood market. We now know there was infections all the way back into September. This was a narrative that was decided that they were going to say this came from the wet market and they were going to do everything they could to support it to negate any discussion about the possibility that this came from a laboratory. i got 20 seconds left. Dr. Fauci was affirmatively told in, told in an email that uh, NIAID had a monetary relationship with the Wuhan uh, Institute through uh, EcoHealth Alliance. He, he was told this in January 27th of 2020. Do you think that Dr. Fauci intentionally lied under oath to Senator Paul when he vehemently denied NIH's funding of gain-of-function research? I think there's no doubt that NIH was funding gain-of-function research. Is it likely that American tax dollars funded the gain-of-function research that created this virus? I think it did, not only from NIH, but from the State Department, USAID, and from DOD. I'm out of time. Thank you very much. Now recognize that I will say if you go back and look, it's declassified now, and I'm sure you all have your classified briefings, but the declassified information now in September of 2019, three things happened in that lab. One is they deleted the sequences. It was highly irregular. Researchers don't usually like to do that. Second thing they did was they changed the command and control of the lab from the civilian control to the military control. Highly unusual, and I've been involved in dual-use labs when I was in the military. And the third thing they did, which I think is really telling, is they let a contractor redo the ventilation system in that laboratory. So I think clearly there was strong evidence that there was a significant event that happened in that laboratory in September. It's now been declassified. You can read it. I'm sure there's more classified information around. Dr. Redfield, I want to stick with you. You, you have said before that you were locked out of conversations about the lab leak by Dr. Fauci and Dr. Collins. Do you think they kept you out of the conversations because you believe COVID-19 may have come from a lab? 
Yeah, I think I made it very clear in January to all of them why we had to aggressively pursue this, and I let them know as a virologist that I didn't see that this was anything like SARS or MERS because they never learned how to transmit human to human, that I felt this virus was too infectious for humans. There was a lot of evidence that lab actually published in 2014 that they put the H2 receptor into humanized mice so it could infect human tissue. I think, you know, we had to really uh, seriously go after the fact it came from the lab, and they knew that that was how I was thinking, although I thought we had to go after both hypotheses. And I was told later, uh, I didn't know I was excluded. I didn't know there was a February 1st conference call until the Freedom of Information came out with the emails, and I was quite upset as the CDC director that I was excluded from those discussions. Why would they do this? Because I had a different point of view, and I was told they made a decision that they would keep this confidential until they came up with a single narrative, which I will argue is antithetical to science. Science never selects a single narrative. We foster, as my colleague here just said, we foster debate. And we're confident that with debate, science will eventually get to the truth. This was an a priori decision that there's one point of view that we're going to put out there, and anyone who doesn't agree with it is going to be sidelined. And as I say, I was only the CDC director, and I was sidelined. And then the American people are told any questioning's wrong, and you'll be censored or worse, deplatformed. If you were medical doctors all over the country that owned clinics that did IVs, and you advertise your patients, hey, vitamin C and then vitamin D pills are shown to reduce viruses more than 97%. The FBI would raid you with, with shields and, and guns to act like you did something wrong. They're always busy raiding Amish as well, selling milk that hurts no one. Because selling milk and vitamin D is evil. Shipping kids across the border to be raped to death, that's loving and liberal. And so is creating bioweapons. It's all liberal. It's all cool. It's all trendy. It's all, ugh, we're in charge. Psychotic demons. Absolutely out of control. Seven ways to Sunday. Let's play clip seven again because, I mean, this is just, this is the CD. You heard him say, you know, and I'm being excluded. I'm only the CDC director. That's a cabinet, congressional appointed, super powerful position. It was the UN folks and Peter Daszak and Bill Gates and their little bastard. That's too not a lot of great bastards out there. Like, why is a bastard an insult? Some of my best friends are bastards. C- Colin Fauci a cockroach is like a a nice thing to say. He is a freaking psychotic demon, and so is Bill Gates. And we're not going to sit here and take them murdering us and re- releasing something new on our asses that they're all pre-positioning right now. They're running around like parrots on methamphetamine telling you a new virus and new lockdowns are coming. Get ready for it. I mean, seriously, folks, are we going to sit here and take this? And I say this to all the corporate people and all the government people and everybody else and media people. Stop pretending you're not on the receiving end of this. Stop pretending you're not in the crosshairs. Stop pretending just because you pretend and go along with the system that you're protected. You are not. You are targeted. You are in trouble. Get it through your head. Do you need to have a bioweapon that kills 20% of us hitters before you wake up? Do you need to have a nuclear war first? No. I love my children. 
Please stop it. For heaven's sakes, wake the hell up. The Nazis that tried to kill Hitler repeatedly were pro-Nazi and crazy people, but they were smart enough to know that Hitler had already lost, and when Germany still had strength, they should make a deal with Stalin and, 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 and then end the war. They didn't because they tried to kill Hitler and they couldn't. We don't have one person we can kill and fix this. Hitler actually ran stuff in Germany. I'm not calling for violence. We have to kill the idea. We have to nonviolently expose the living hell out of it and have noncompliance, civil disobedience. We'll come back with clip seven. And we got some. Yeah, normally, people would hype this stuff, but we have so huge. But it's just kind of, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, we have the January 6th video. We have it. InfoWars and our people have it coming on. We have it. <laughs> I kind of forgot to tell you that. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot going on here, folks. Stay with us. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate them to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you and thank you for your support.